Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kiran Mack. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. Now let's just jump into today's top stories. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. And yes, the big news is the emergency decree is over or it's coming to an end and we'll certainly be getting into that story later on during the show but first before we start today is sunday morning it's the 25th of september 2022 delighted that you've been able to join us today don't forget to like this video subscribe to the channel and if you want to get a notification when the next show is going to be hit that little notification bell just beside the subscribe button and youtube will tell you when our next show has been uploaded and uh, you'll know then so let's jump into the very first story of the day and that is all about the thai bat being in free fall and it could hit 38 Economists forecast the value of the bat could plunge to 38 Thai bat to the US dollar this year, mainly attributed to a stronger dollar as the Federal Reserve pursues a hawkish monetary policy. Cub City Thai Silpacha Chai, head of the Capital Markets Research of Casacorn Bank, that's K-Bank, predicts the bat will depreciate to a range of 36.50 to 38 against the greenback within the next month. Continued increases of the federal fund rate will result in the dollar appreciating compared with other currencies, including the bat, he said. The bat is expected to remain highly volatile in line with the money markets worldwide because of both external and internal factors, Mr. Kobsit Tai said. The Bank of Thailand's Monetary Policy Committee is expected to raise its benchmark policy rate by 25 basis points from the current 0.75% at next week's meeting. The rate increase would strengthen the bat to 37 to the dollar next week, but after that the bat would slide as the dollar firms, he said. K-Bank estimates the bat will strengthen again later this year, rising to 35 bat against the dollar at the end of 2022, mainly supported by tourism income. Moreover, K-Bank expects the MPC to increase the policy rate by another 25 basis points at its November meeting, sending it to 1.25% at the end of this year. Speaking at a separate event, Amantet Chala, head of the Research Economist's Office at the CIMB Thai Bank, said that the bank forecasts the bat to reach 38 to the dollar because of a stronger dollar in line with the federal hawkish policy rate hikes so basically yes i mean it's good news if you're coming to thailand on holidays you're certainly going to be getting more money to the thai bat which is fantastic if you want to spend and have a great time of course if you're chaining it the other way it might not be quite as good so spend all your money when you get here to thailand don't forget you know one dollar is going to get you a whole 38 thai bat soon you know, compared to maybe, you know, a few months ago when it was, you know, hovering around the 32, 33. So definitely, yes, value for money for coming to Thailand. Not so much value if you're turning it the other way. But nevertheless, yeah, good, I guess, for the Thai economy in terms of spending that tourists will bring here to the country. And moving along, green light given for Robinhood and Grab to operate app-based taxi and bike taxi services. Thailand's Land Transportation Department has given approval for app-based Robinhood and Grab to operate taxi and motorcycle taxi ride hailing services in the country. 
The two operators are required to submit bank guarantee letters to the department within 30 days, ensure that they comply with conditions set by the department, and cover damage caused to their passengers and their bikes in the course of providing their services, said the LTD Deputy Director General. The two operators are also required to submit their ride-hailing operation plans to the department within 15 days, he said, adding that private cars used to provide the service will have to be re-registered as public transport vehicles and the drivers will have to apply for public transport driving licenses and have their criminal records checked by the police. Drivers will have fixed parking locations and services will only be provided via the booking application. The service rate must not exceed those set by the department, said Mr. Sexom. The LTD, that's the Land Transport Department, had previously approved ride-hailing services provided by Hello Phuket Service, Bonku and Asia Cab only. Conventional taxi and motorcycle taxi drivers in Thailand have strongly opposed such app-based services, claiming that they offer cheaper fares because they have fewer expenses, particularly by not having to change the status of their private vehicle into public transport. Most passengers, however, appear more satisfied with the app-based ride-hailing services because they are more reliable and the rates are fixed. And yes, I can certainly attest to using Grab, though Grab is available in Phuket and I have often ordered taxis through it. And yes, the one thing that you certainly can say about it is, you know how much you're paying for, you know, if you're going somewhere, you put in where you're going to, for example, the airport, it tells you how much it is. There's no hidden fees. There's no negotiation about the rate. It's whatever, 500 baht to the airport and that's it. And to me, that's a lot easier than having to sometimes get into kind of, you know, embarrassing kind of conversations with taxi drivers about price when in fairness, it should be fixed and should never be that kind of conversation going on. In true taxis in Thailand, I think should be all metered. And that's the way they should be. It would cause less and less problems, especially for users and taxi drivers. But of course, in provinces like Phuket, where, you know, it's under a kind of a mafioso style, right, where people control areas, you know, they have these issues bringing standard operating procedures across the board. But I definitely do like these apps. I do like the fact that, you know, the price is there. You know, there's no confusion about it. There's no misunderstanding. And yeah, that's really it. What do you think, guys? Do you ever use these apps when you come to Thailand or even in your own home country? What do you think of them? Do you find them helpful? Do you use them? You know, I'd love to know your opinion down there in the comment section as always. And moving along to the featured story, Thailand's emergency decree to end on September 30th. I guess at midnight, so October 1. Thailand's emergency decree, invoked since March 24, 2020, and extended 19 times as a measure to contain the spread of COVID-19, will end on September 30th. As a result, the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration, CCSA, will be automatically dissolved, said the CCSA spokesman, Dr. Tuisan Visanatun, adding that all the regulations, announcements and orders issued by the Prime Minister and the Cabinet under the decree will also be revoked. The CCSA decision to revoke the emergency decree is, however, subject to Cabinet approval, expected next Tuesday, according to the General Support Malignam, Secretary General of the National Security Council. The revocation of the emergency decree will coincide with the reclassification of COVID-19 from a dangerous infectious disease to an infectious disease under watch by the National Communicable Disease Committee and Thailand entering a post-pandemic era on October 1st. After the dissolution of the CCSA, Dr. Udam Kachanathorn said that the cabinet will then designate the tasks heretofore undertaken by the CCSA to various ministries pending the amendment to the Communicable Disease Act to replace the emergency decree. 
Even if there is an outbreak of new COVID-19 variants, he said, that precautionary measures have been put in place to cope with the situation and all the ministries concerned will be able to perform the CCSA's tasks during the transition period. Before the CCSA meeting, Dr. Udom told the media that from October 1st, there will be no longer be a need for checks of vaccine status or ATK tests, but people must take care of themselves by not lowering their guard. People will have to live with COVID-19 for another year until COVID-19 becomes an endemic disease like flu, he added. He noted, however, that only between 30 to 40% of Thai people have received their third booster doses, which is still short of the target of at least 70%. This is the emergency decree that was brought in just the end of March in 2020. I don't believe it was ever necessary to have it for two and a half years, but I think people living here in Thailand understood some of the reasons that they kept it. It was to control these student protests and to use the emergency decree to basically squash these protests. And the sad part is under this emergency decree, which really was never needed and was misused in my opinion, people then spent you know, years in jail and have are still in jail, you know, for demonstrating, for, you know, trying to bring a change in this country. And unfortunately, I think that is what this emergency decree will always be remembered for, is the stifling of free speech, the stifling of democracy here in the country. The students here, the young people who went out and protested during this period were very, very brave people. You know, knowing that the government were using the, the emergency decree to basically prosecute them by just claiming that everything they were doing was against COVID regulations. And therefore, uh, yeah, you know, you're breaking the law. It's nice to see it's finished up. I also note that uh, all these uh, emergency hospitals that have were open during COVID now are all closing down this month. And uh, I guess with the um, no need for vaccine certificates anymore to be shown to enter Thailand, unvaccinated travelers being allowed to freely travel to the country. Thailand are basically saying, like many other countries, is that COVID is over. And it's time to get on with our lives. Now people are saying, oh yeah, this, that and the other, COVID's this, COVID's that, you know, many countries, you know, have moved on, but that's not 100% true. Some, a lot of countries and even some, you know, first world countries still require you to have a vaccination certificate. But at the end of the day, it's worth bearing in mind, look at the date, October 1st. They're preparing for the high season of tourists. They want as many tourists as possible to come to the country. It, it's it's no surprise it's October 1st, which is normally the start of high season. Okay, so yeah, it's all timed off very well. The government know they need money. Their number one source of income in this country has been tourism, and it has been for a very, very long time. And yes, absolutely, if I were in the same situation, I'd be doing the exact same thing. And yes, Thailand is a fantastic country to holiday in. It's a great country to live in as well. You know, it has its ups and downs and, you know, its positives and negatives like every country, I guess, around the world has. And you can certainly find it if you look hard enough. But I think over the last couple of years with this whole emergency decree, with everything that's gone on, I think we've all kind of learned with time that everything that we're presented is not always true. And that um, there has been a lot of overreactions to things in a couple of last years. And even this show is part of what happened during COVID-19. We tried to bring you the news as best we could, you know, and at the end of the day, the news comes from the government's. And that's where we, you know, get our news from when it came to the pandemic. And like everybody else, you know, we listened and we did our best to follow what they said. But the light at the end of the tunnel now, we're in the light. 
and uh, thank God we are here and we're able to see our lives return to normal and we can start to move on, move forward. And the great thing about it is that Thai people here in the country will again be able to have the opportunity to start making a living from the tourism and hospitality businesses. You know, their pockets will start to get a little bit fuller. They'll be able to repay some of the loans they've had to take out over the last couple of years. Or people who have just been in poverty will have the opportunity at least to get out of that poverty. And I think that's what it's all about in relation to tourism in Thailand. It's putting money in local people's pockets so they can live a better life. And yeah, I think this coming high season will not be, you know, what it was in 2019 or 2018, but it will be a hell of a lot better. And staying on the theme of tourism, Phuket sees 4 million foreign tourists. Over 4 million visitors have arrived in Phuket in the first eight months of 2022, generating at least 66 billion baht for the resort island, according to Deputy Governor Pichet Panapong. Phuket is now seeing three to 5,000 foreign arrivals a day, or about 40% of the numbers prior to the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic in 2019, while the number of local tourists is at about 85% of pre-COVID-19 levels, he said. Indians dominate the figures with 120,000 visiting the province from May 1st to September 21st, followed by Australians who are in total number over the same period is estimated at around 60,000. Mr. Prashit said that the province tourism industry is expected to pick up next month when the high season kicks off. A raft of cultural and festive activities will be held to stimulate the sector and support operators, he added. He said that the province is stepping up safety measures to guard against accidents and crime to boost tourist confidence. Phuket has witnessed a number of incidents, accidents, crimes and mishaps at tourist spots and all the parties concerned are taking those issues seriously and trying their best to address the problems, he noted. Police Lieutenant General Waibul, head of the Subcommittee of Tourist Safety, said the panel is gathering input from the tourism sector on how to ensure visitors are shielded from harm. The government aims to welcome at least 10 million foreign tourists this year. Phuket ranks among the country's top destination for international arrivals. Before the pandemic struck, it received 14.54 million tourists, local and foreign, and raked in 471 billion baht in tourism revenue in 2018. And certainly, yes, some good news for Phuket, I think. And it's always been kind of the top destination here in the country. And I think tourism safety, health and safety, is paramount for anybody visiting this uh, this country. And certainly provinces like Phuket, where there is a lot of tourists. Because any kind of accidents, deaths, you know, just kind of a spotlight shun on it from the international media. And then that can deter visitors coming here. So it's good to see that they are taking the safety of tourists seriously uh, for the forthcoming high season. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Roundup. Phuket residents fight to stave off seven-story hotel in Quiet Street. Residents in Bangtao Chernthalei are waiting with bated breath to learn whether or not a seven-story hotel will be built on their small street with direct impact on the quiet neighborhood and affecting property prices of high-end villas in the area. Official silent on Phuket Police Review. Phuket Governor Narang Wunsi met with top-ranking police on the island earlier this week as part of the Phuket Provincial Police Administration and Monitoring Committee, yet details of the meeting have yet to become public. And finally, tourists in trouble in Patong Surf, saved by parasailing operators. The Patong Surf Lifesaving Club has called for Patong Beach to be supervised by qualified lifeguards all day and night after three foreign female tourists got in trouble when swimming after dark. 
But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.